You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each, in addition to a music round and bonus anagram. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, triviatimepodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 221 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How's it going, Kelly? Oh, it's okay. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. So newsflash, Kelly has a toddler. So the fact that she has head colds every other week shouldn't be a shock to you, but she's (laughs) a little under the weather again. (laughs) Ah, I know. I'm so sick of it. Quite literally. Sorry, bud. But we're going to power through. We have a fun lineup for y'all. There is a brand new visual round up on our website if you want to check that one out. It features some celebrity guests that have appeared on Sesame Street over the years, so that's super cute. Also, a few shout-outs to give before we get going. Thank you so much to Frilsons and Irish for leaving us five-star reviews. Warms our heart to see those pop up, so thank you so much. Also, a few new patrons to thank. Our heartfelt appreciation to Bree, Suzette, Corey, Kozo, and Abby and Alex. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, y'all. We're really feeling the holiday love. Woohoo! I think Hanukkah's wrapped, and we are a week before Christmas when this episode comes out. So definitely in the thick of things. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is smelly fad. S M E L L Y F A D. And the question that goes with this anagram is What iridescent flying insects have slim bodies and long wings that fold along their bodies when resting? Moving on to round one. Round number one goes out to our patron, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Andrew is a big fan of film musicals, so I worked that theme into our general knowledge round this week. This round is called Tough Axe. We are breaking more legs than Tanya Harding. Hey. (laughs) With this general knowledge round, with answers that all include a title of a Broadway musical that has been adapted into a Hollywood film. Thanks, Andrew. Tanya Harding, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Fellow Oregonian. What up, girl? (laughs) Question number one. Pistol Pete is the athletics mascot of what public land-grant research university? Question number two. What 1989 hit single released by Chris Isaac climbed the charts after being featured in the David Lynch film Wild at Heart and had an accompanying music video starring supermodel Helena Christensen? Question number three. 
what Vietnam vet, former National Security Council staff member, and president of the NRA hosted a War Stories military history program on Fox News from 1995 to 2003. Question number four. TCBY, Menchies, and Pinkberry are all franchises that specialize in what kind of dessert? Question number five. The British musical duo The Eurythmics consists of founding members Dave Stewart and who? Question number six. What HBO drama series premiered in 2001 and centered on a dysfunctional family who run a funeral home in Los Angeles? Question number seven. Portraying a character named Cliff Booth, what 2019 film did Brad Pitt take home a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for? Question number eight. Everyday items, including the dishwasher and the zipper, were just some of the many inventions that were introduced to the world at what 1933 event? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one. Tough Axe. Question number one. Pistol Pete is the athletics mascot of Oklahoma State University. Question number two. The 1989 hit single released by Chris Isaac that was featured in the film Wild at Heart is Wicked Game. What a wicked game. Great song, great movie. I'm not mad at it either. Sexy video. I don't know if you've seen it, but... I haven't. I mean, I know the song, but... A lot of frolicking in the surf. Love it. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of really great covers of the song Wicked Game. I like the giant drag cover. There's quite a few out there, though. Smothered and covered. Question number three. The former National Security Council staff member who hosted War Stories on Fox News is... Oliver North. Kelly loves this program. I'm always like, hey, bud, what are you up to? And she's like, oh, just watching some old war story reruns on Fox News with Ollie North. Caught me. JK, not a friend of the show. (laughs) Hard pass. Question number four. TCBY, Menchies, and Pinkberry are all franchises that specialize in frozen yogurt. Okay, so the Menchie's mascot, adorable. Pinkberry, delicious. Where did they go? I feel like they were everywhere and then they were nowhere. Right? They're so good, though. And then as far as TCBY goes, pop quiz, what does that stand for, Kelly? This country's best yogurt. The country's best yogurt. That's right. Whoop, whoop. Question number five. 
The Eurythmics consist of Dave Stewart and Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox, forever cool. That's right. Can't get much cooler than her. That's right. Question number six. The HBO drama series that centered on a dysfunctional family who run a funeral home in L.A. is Six Feet Under. Question number seven. The 2019 film that Brad Pitt took home a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, that was a fun movie, but I'll tell you the award that Brad Pitt is not taking home lately is Father of the Year. Oh, what's going on? Did I miss something? Yeah, some of his kids that he shared with Angelina are speaking out just about him being a jerk and how he made their lives really hard. Oh, that sucks. I know, it's sad. It's too bad. Question number eight. The dishwasher and the zipper were introduced to the world in 1933 at... The Chicago's World Fair. Sure were. And you know what? I actually used both of those items today. Uh, me too. Yeah. Still relevant in the modern world, Kelly. <laughs> also introduced at the Chicago World Fair, questionably as important, Paps Blue Ribbon Beer. Yeah, I mean, I haven't yet indulged in that today, but it's not off my list. Same, same. Moving on to round two. So I really enjoyed putting round two together. It is our audio round and it goes out to patrons Sky and Danny. Hi guys. They just recently celebrated an anniversary. Happy anniversary. They really enjoy the music genre indie folk. So this round goes out to them. It is called Melody Makers. Calling all hip squares. This well-rounded music round features eight essential indie folk rock hits. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. Thank you, Sky and Danny, and happy anniversary. One. My wounds, my face, my daily face, is the calendar page again. Take it slow, take it easy on me. She's I went out in the rain, suddenly everything changed They're spreading blankets on the beach Yours is the first face that I saw I think I was blind before I met you Three Six. 
6. The answers for round two, Melody Makers. Song number one was My Moon, My Man by Feist. Song number two was First Day of My Life by Bright Eyes. This is the first day of my life. Song number three was Hold On by Alabama Shakes. Song number four was House of Cards by Radiohead. Song number five was Just Like Honey by the Jesus and Mary Chain. Song number six was Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers. Song number seven was Where Is My Mind by The Pixies. And song number eight was Lost Cause by Beck. What a lovely music round. So good. I know I had fun with this one. You know, I love a folky, sad, melodic indie hit, so... Me too. Definitely a vibe here. So thanks so much to Sky and Danny for that suggestion. Hope you enjoyed it. Moving on to round three. Round number three is another patron-dedicated round. This one goes out to patrons Nathan and Star. Hi, guys. They are a big fan of the reality show Below Deck. Do you watch, Kelly? You know, I actually don't. You'll be surprised. That really surprises me because it seems like it's right up your galley. (laughs) 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 Round number three is called Big Deck Energy. All aboard the SS Drama, we are docking our inhibitions and setting sail with this round on the reality TV series Below Deck. And just a note, if you've never watched Below Deck, like myself, Don't skip ahead. The way I crafted these questions, you still have a shot at answering many of them. So stay with us. So set sail. Thank you, Nathan and Star. Question number one. Several seasons of Below Deck have been filmed on the island of St. Martin, which is located in what sea? Question number two. 
What was the five-letter name of the yacht the contestants were aboard on season one? It shares a name with celebrity entrepreneur Jessica Alba's eldest daughter. Question number three. Hannah Ferrier was fired from Below Deck Mediterranean season five after bringing a vape pen and what prescription anxiety drug aboard the yacht? This medicine is also marketed as diazepam and is part of the class of drugs colloquially called benzos. Question number four. Season three of Below Deck was named after what Greek god of carnal love who made people fall in love by shooting an arrow into their heart? Question number five. What television network airs Below Deck? Some of the other programs on this network include The Real Housewives and Project Runway franchises. Question number six. What year did the first season of Below Deck premiere? It was the same year that Barack Obama was sworn in for his second presidential term and Fast and Furious star Paul Walker died. Question number seven. During what season of Below Deck did a deckhand named Ashton have a close brush with death when a tow line wrapped around his leg dragged him underwater? Hint, the season number is the same as the number of players on each side of the net in a volleyball match. Question number eight. During season four of Below Deck, what American Idol runner-up, who lost the title to Kelly Clarkson in the first season finale, made an unexpected appearance on the show? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, Big Deck Energy. Question number one. Several seasons of Below Deck have been filmed on St. Martin, which is located in the Caribbean Sea. I only think of Billy Ocean, Caribbean Queen, when anything to do with Caribbean comes up. <laughs> so you say Caribbean, I say Caribbean. Is that right? You know, I feel like I kind of switch back and forth. I feel like a bad lesbian because Caribbean sounds more like carabiner, you know, but I say Caribbean. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a carabiner. Question number two. The five-letter name of the yacht the contestants were aboard on season one is Honor. Yachts are totally nuts. Yeah, they're huge. It's crazy. It is crazy, and they're super fancy. I mean, they seem really fun. I've never been on one, so there's that. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Question number three. Hannah Ferrier was fired from Below Deck Mediterranean Season 5 after bringing aboard the yacht a vape pen and Valium. You know, both of those items seem a little tame. Maybe I'm just a wild man over here, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
But there was some controversy, right? There was, but I just don't think a vape pen or prescription anxiety meds should count as illegal drugs aboard the ship. For sure. Yeah. Question number four. Season three of Below Deck was named after the Greek god Eros. He's a passionate boy. (laughs) (laughs) I think they were trying to stir the pheromones with that season title. Clearly. Question number five. The TV network that airs Below Deck is Bravo. Home to a lot of garbage. That's so good. So good. Question number six. The year the first season of Below Deck premiered is 2013. Question number seven. The season of Below Deck when a deckhand named Ashton had a close brush with death is season six. I guess a rope got wrapped around his leg and just like tugged him under the boat in the water and some of the film crew had to intervene is what I think happened. I know, sounds pretty dramatic. Damn, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. They were like, wow, that is so awful. And then the ratings are like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, sad. Question number eight. The American Idol runner-up who appeared on season four of Below Deck is Justin Guarini. So if you asked yourself recently, like, what is he up to lately? Now you know. What did he do on the show? Do you know? He's wearing a little captain hat. He's uh, being Justin Guarini on a boat. I don't know. Weird. (laughs) Maybe a little singing. Maybe serenades the contestants. I have no idea. (laughs) Moving on to round four. Round number four was a blast to write. Just kidding. This one goes out to patrons Isabel and Keegan, who are big sports fans. This round is called Go Sports. Grab your balls and hit the showers, team. Tackle this sporty round on athletics and get ready to flex your knowledge off the field. Thank you, Isabel and Keegan. I just want to mention that I included a graphic of an athletic cup (laughs) for Kelly on the slide that has an American flag pattern on the cup. We're getting real manly real fast up in here i hate everything that's happening there (laughs) support your country kelly dang it starting there (laughs) (laughs) question number one what serbian professional basketball player who has played center for the denver nuggets since 2012 was awarded the nba mvp for the 2020 to 2021 season Question number two. The NHL is comprised of 32 North American professional hockey teams. How many of these teams are Canadian? You must be within one for a point. Question number three. List two of the three female skiers who have won four or more World Cup overall championships for a point. Question number four. How many cricket players are allowed on the team during gameplay per team? Hint, it is the same number as NBA legend Isaiah Thomas's jersey number. Question number five. The first intercollegiate sporting event was a boat race in 1852 between what two Ivy League schools? Name one of them for a point. 
Question number six. What sports arena do both the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers play their home games at? Question number seven. President Gerald Ford awarded what professional baseball player and husband of Marilyn Monroe with a Medal of Freedom in 1977? Question number eight. Who did pioneering tennis icon Billie Jean King beat in a 1973 tennis match known as the Battle of the Sexes? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four. Go sports! Question number one. The Denver Nuggets center who was awarded the NBA MVP for the 2020-2021 season is Nikola Jovic. Is he still with the Nuggets? The Nugs? No idea. Me either. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Our commentary this entire round is going to be probably wrong, but, you know, feel free to email me if you want. (laughs) Question number two. You needed to be within one NHL Canadian teams for a point and there are seven our buddies to the north Woo! i should have also included a picture of an athletic cup with a canadian flag on it huh? that's right with a little maple leaf right in the middle oh my goodness mm-hmm. question number three you needed to list two of the three female skiers who have won four or more world cup overall championships and they are Lindsay Vaughn, Anne-Marie Moser-Prohl, and Michaela Schifrin. So Lindsay Vaughn and Michaela Schifrin represent USA, and then Anne-Marie Moser-Prohl is from Austria. Two weeks ago, we did a round on skiing, and I brought this up. So, you know, hopefully you've been paying attention, class. That's right. Sometimes we run it back. Mm -hmm. Question number four. The amount of cricket players allowed on the field during gameplay per team is 11. Is cricket the one with the little net, the little handheld net sitch, or is that lacrosse? Cricket has a bat. That's right. It has a bat. Mm-hmm. And it also has 11 players on the field per team. That's what I know now. Yep. Woohoo. Actually, the only other thing I do know about cricket is that at the beginning of each match, the players can rub their legs together to produce a wonderful song <laughs> at the beginning of every game. Of course. <laughs> and they play all their games at night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. Question number five. You needed to list one of the two Ivy League schools who competed in the first collegiate sporting event, a boat race in 1852, and they were Harvard and Yale. Question number six. The sports arena where the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers play their home games at is Madison Square Garden. That's also where Taylor Swift plays, which is more interesting to me. (laughs) Fair enough. Question number seven. In 1977, the professional baseball player 
that President Gerald Ford awarded a Medal of Freedom was Joe DiMaggio. Question number eight. In the 1973 tennis match known as the Battle of the Sexes, Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs. So that was awesome because he was a total egomaniac. But little known detail was that she was also half of his age. <laughs> That's right. Get him. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. With headquarters in Florida, what American family dining chain that was originally billed as Harbor for Seafood Lovers is questionably as famous for its Cheddar Bay Biscuits as it is its seafood options. Question number two. What Joan Jett 1980 hit title track was also the title of a 2018 documentary film about her. The chorus includes Jett belting out, Oh no, 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 not me. Oh no, 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 not me. Question number three. In what year did the following historical events take place during? The Berlin Wall falls down. The devastating Exxon Valdez oil spill. George Bush takes office as the 41st U.S. president. Question number four. Rosie Perez was nominated for an Academy Award for her performance in what 1993 drama starring Jeff Bridges as a man who survives a plane crash? Question number five. Commonly included in traditional wedding vows, what two words come before the phrase, or forever hold your peace? Question number six. What popular trademarked Pizza Hut pizza is fully loaded with pepperoni, Italian sausage, ham, bacon, seasoned pork, and beef? Question number seven. What 1971 Led Zeppelin hit folk duet featured vocals by Robert Plant and Sandy Denny singing lyrics referencing J.R.R. Tolkien's fantasy novel, The Lord of the Rings. It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The dining chain famous for its Cheddar Bay Biscuits is... Red Lobster. Do you enjoy these biscuits, Kelly? Oh my God, do I enjoy these biscuits. Yeah? Yes. 
I make them at home too often. Extra butter, extra cheese. Yeah, you can buy like a mix. My mom likes them too. It's so good. Question number two. The 1980 Joan Jett hit that was also the title of a 2018 documentary film about her is Bad Reputation. She's the raddest forever. That documentary was really great. Lots of awesome interviews. Highly recommend. Question number three. The year that the Berlin Wall fell and the Exxon Valdez oil spill occurred is 1989. Question number four. Rosie Perez was nominated for an Oscar for her performance in the 1993 drama Fearless. I love her. She's a really great character actress. I think she was recently in that Flight Attendant series. Yes, and she was so good. Yeah, she's uh, still doing her thing. Question number five. The two words that come before the phrase, or forever hold your peace, are, speak now. That's a pretty bold invitation. You know what I mean? Forever is a long time. Right, it is. So get out what you have to say, you know? Yeah. I feel like people only really take advantage of that offer in the movies, though. Yeah, I would love to be at a wedding where it happened. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I would be like, the drama. (laughs) I'm listening. I would die. Is that all you got? (laughs) Anybody else? (laughs) Exactly. I'd be like, spill the tea, spill the tea. (laughs) Question number six. The Pizza Hut pizza that is fully loaded with pepperoni, Italian sausage, ham, bacon, seasoned pork, and beef is the Meat Lover's Pizza. (laughs) Kelly's favorite. I literally can't handle that. It's disgusting. Gross. I don't eat meat on pizza at all. This is like eight kinds of meat on one pizza. So gross, dude. Question number seven. Whoa, Kelly. What was that? Was it the opening hum of tonight's cricket match? Ooh, how lovely. (laughs) Thank you so much, fellas. (laughs) If only. (laughs) Game on. It might have been that. It was also a triple tater, though. So if you correctly answer this question, you'll receive three points instead of one. The 1971 Led Zeppelin hit duet featuring vocals from Robert Plant and Sandy Denny is... The Battle of Evermore. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like... Red Lobster. Bad Reputation. 1989. Fearless. Speak Now, Meet Lovers, Pizza, and The Battle of Evermore. And all of those answers include a title of a Taylor Swift album. Hell yeah, our lady. Heck yeah, I think people got this one. (laughs) Well, maybe the Swifties. This was the perfect kind of connection round that once you realize what the connection is, you can kind of just fill in the answers. So satisfied when that happens. I know, I love it. I did plant a little seed when I mentioned her playing Madison Square Gardens. You're welcome. Just got named Time Person of the Year. As she should be. And she's newly dubbed an official billionaire, which is pretty wild. Crazy. Works hard, that one, though. 
Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was smelly fad. I don't like it, Kelly. (laughs) Gross. The question that went with this anagram was, what iridescent flying insects have slim bodies and long wings that fold along their bodies when resting? And the answer is, damselfly. Smelly fad scrambles up to be damselfly. Aren't there damselflies in Animal Crossing or am I making that up? Oh, cute. I bet there are. So the big difference between damselflies and dragonflies is the wing position. Also, damselflies tend to be a little bit smaller, a little more petite, if you will, but their wings fold along their bodies, whereas the dragonflies are out wide. So there you go, Kelly. Not that you asked. The more you know. The more you know, indeed, hopefully everybody learned a little something this episode. I know I learned plenty putting it together. We also hope that you guys have a fun week. I know it's a crazy time of year, but we're almost through it and out on the other side. So have a fun one, and we will talk to you all next Tuesday with some more trivia. Bye, everyone. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out. We might even give you a shout-out on a future episode. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com, and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. Follow us on social media for weekly answer reveals, round reveals, and exciting announcements. And if you find yourself in Southern California and want to catch one of our weekly live quizzes, join us on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. in Long Beach at Beach Garden Social House. This week's background and answer break music was Walk by Super. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime, edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later taters. taters. Smelly fad. I don't like it, Kelly. <laughs> Gross. Better than a smelly pad. Bam. Ah, stop it. Oh stop. my goodness. Sorry. Flag on the play. <laughs> gross. Super gross.